call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If I had one bad practice during that whole four-year span, Warren, this reminds me of when you laid down at Northern Iowa. <laughs> you remember that, Warren? Yeah, I see, seem to recall it. Even if I had a good practice, Warren, you got after it. Bunner, you're pathetic. You remind <laughs> me of when Warren laid down at Northern Iowa. <laughs> Tops Off World Tour is coming to Florida October 12th in Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida again on the 13th. Jacksonville, Mobile, Abbotsford, Seattle, Portland, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Nashville, Little Rock, Springfield, Philadelphia, Norfolk, Winston-Salem, Fairfax, Roanoke, Rochester, Worcester, Newark, Providence, and Albany, New York, December 10th. Your special is so fucking good. Oh, it dude, is so thanks, good. Man. You are such You too, buddy. You are such a talented. You know, I I sometimes I wonder if you feel this. I'm curious if you feel this. We'll get back to regular conversation in a sec, but yeah. everyone knows I'm obsessed with stand-up. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love that about you. There's a thing that, like, I, I'm going to name a couple comics that I think are the best comics working. You, uh, Chad Daniels. Yeah, Chad's there's, great. like, there's there's a list of you guys. Tommy John again. I just uh, talked to him, man. He just told me. I just, I'm having dinner with him tonight, but I just talked to him. He told me about being on this podcast the last time. Yeah. He said, you guys had some whiskey. Oh, yeah. That was, like, rare. Yeah. And Jonathan said he drank. And Jonathan can drink, man. Yeah. And he said, you guys drank the whole podcast. And he stood up, and he was with Woodhall. And he's like, hey, man, I got I to gotta sit down for a while, man. <laughs> and then Bert was drinking with him. And Bert was in the other room pitching a show on the phone to some other place. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. sold it. We sold it. Yeah. yeah Tommy's like, it. I can't, I can't function. And Bert's pitching a show on the other, on the other. Yeah. The uh but like Woodhull's a perfect example. Woodhull's great. Yeah, There's yeah. a group of comics that I think may not have the like controversial sexiness of oh, like no. the New York comics or the LA comics. Like there's a there's yeah. it, it's it's and I mean this with love because they're all my friends. But sure. like all those dudes that like are Segura is a great oh, example great, of a guy yeah. who who his job, he said this in podcast in, in interviews, I'm not misquoting him, is to outrage and to offend and to take the thing. You and I I'm there's like a list of comics. I'm gonna put Guy, Jackie Cation on this. Yeah. Of just phenomenal talents who you you don't offend but you are just hysterical like oh, your special is so good there is there's probably and I, this is a lot having said like as a st st professional stand-up comic when you watch special maybe you get like two or three lines where you're like fuck that's good that's good you had like 12 oh, 12 thanks, lines man. in a fucking hour special where i went fuck thanks dude Fuck, I, mean, like, I thought there was about fourteen, but I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and I, I tell you that the one no. thing that I love more than anything is you told a story that uh, I think went viral. I know I shared it about wrestling like a, a an old. Oh, uh, that's gold. the the old special with Steve. Yeah, that was the other oh. one. Yeah, 
That with with Barrett. Yeah. yeah, that was that that joke is so fucking good. <laughs> Dude, I saw him the other day, man. For real? Yeah, yeah. I went to the NCAA wrestling tournament a few months back, and he was there. That guy's he's for real. You know, you're for real. That, that's <laughs> the crazy thing is like you're for real because I I ran into Ben Askren. Yeah, Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Askren. Uh, Askren. Ben Askren. Ben, I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, you can call him a screen, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Ben Askren. <laughs> I, I, I. Uh, <laughs> I ran into him. I was doing a disc golf tournament. Really? Oh, he, yeah, he man. Brought, He's, he loves that stuff. Yeah? yeah. And he brought you up. And I was like, well, he's like, he was a good fucking wrestler. And I was like, wait, you know him? And he was like, dude, he's fucking hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> he's like legit. And I, and when Ben Eskrin says that, <laughs> that's like, that's a big, I mean, that guy is, Ben is no joke world champion wrestler. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he was on the Olympic team. I mean, he was, he would have been. Ben just, he, he he decided I want to make money and I don't want, the way to make money in wrestling is almost like, it's 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 like USA Wrestling's giving you money or people are giving, he's like, I want to make my own money and that's, he's like, I'm going to fight. But he, I, I think he would have been. A, Wrestling's changed though, hadn't it? Like now they can make money in wrestling. They can make some money, but it's usually through, uh, you know, gifts. US, there's some rich guys that pulled in. If you Fox, went. The Foxtrot. Oh no, oh, Foxcatcher. Yeah, Foxcatcher. Yeah, catcher. not that guy. I would that do that. Guy. I would do that. But I would, it would be. It would never be. <laughs> Wait a minute. You'd be. Uh... Yeah, but it would be female volleyball. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, I'm just really into female volleyball. Ladies, put those pants on. Dude, Let's that's get in the, the sand. That's so funny because the guy in Foxcatcher, Mark Schultz. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, the, the the guy that Channing Tatum played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know him. And uh, for real? Yeah, I know all those guys. The way I met him was. I had this dumb character that I was doing for this wrestling website. There's not a lot of wrestling guys. So it was like this guy that, you know, he's like a guy in his forties who always wears his headgear and won't let go of wrestling. And I, and so Ben was taking me around to all these guys and we're filming it. And I was like acting like an idiot. So I go up to Mark Schultz and, you know, and Ben's like, Hey, just roll with it. So I'm like, he's like telling, you know, he's like, yeah, I was a, I was a Olympic gold medalist. I'm like, yeah, I was third place in the Afton Quadrangular. And then we, like, start wrestling a little bit, you know? And I walk away, and uh, Schultz goes up to Ben. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, that guy kind of knew what he was doing a little bit. And Ben was like, no, man, he wrestled. Like, he's doing a care. Like, he thought I was, like, a Make-A-Wish kid that they were bringing around. Oh, for <laughs> real? <laughs> but he said something. You reminded me of the volleyball thing. Schultz said something one year they were like asking Olympic athletes what other Olympic athletes they admired the most. And Schultz was like, I like the gymnasts. <laughs> He's like, I, I like those gymnasts. <laughs> I don't think not admired like that. Well, that guy, that guy's he's, a, he's actually, I thought Channing Tatum was great. Yeah. And, uh, Ruffalo nailed Dave Schultz, but Channing Tatum, the only thing was, I, I thought they played Schultz, a little dimmer than like he's a smart guy yeah. he's, he's kind of out there but he's he's not a all he, wrestlers inherently are wrestling is such a primal sport that there has to be that's not broken in you but like like there's got to be something where you want the pain like because I, I can't understand cutting weight cutting that, weight well no shit right <laughs> i said i said one time i put this in a special i walked by my daughters were watching a, something on Gandhi, and I go, I don't understand the whole <laughs> hunger strike thing. And George just goes, No shit. 
<laughs> but like I that, like when I my my assistant Peter who's not here he's going through knee surgery he was kicking a homeless guy and he blew out his knee oh. and uh he he talks about like going in the sauna and just wiping the sweat off of the credit Popsicle card stick yeah and yeah, yeah, just yeah, going yeah, like yeah and going that's I, and I and that I was always the last pound really like the way we did it and the rules are different now but like I would usually you'd be about I don't know. Nine or ten over day of day before, okay, um, and we had like a thing where you'd like you put those sauna suits nine on. All this is nine illegal. Or, nine or ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, th th like so, you put those sauna suits on. We'd seal off the showers. You take like one lap because you can't run very far in sauna suits. So we just like one lap, get the sweat going. Then you go. We'd we'd turn all the showers on. The track. on. Yeah, yeah. Just take indoor track, like like an yeah. eighth a mile or something. Just one easy lap. And then they seal off the showers, turn them all on so it's hot in there, put bikes in there. And my buddy had the um, Scorpions Live. And we had it like almost like sort of, okay, you go the first two songs on the bike and then you go sit out and then you go back in and then you go back out. Like it, it, was, it was all, Scorp every time I hear Scorpions Live, I almost have flashbacks. But really? Yeah, yeah. So you're on, you're doing this and, uh, you know, you could get it down sometime. Then you get within two. Uh, and then you're like, I can't move. I'm, I, you know, and then they put you in the sauna and you take the, the, like, uh, tongue depressors and you just do, you know, do that. My, my junior year at nationals, I was at 150 and the, uh, you would. How much you weigh right now? Like too much. I don't know. 220 or two. No, you did not weigh too I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's pathetic. It's, no, you it, carry yeah, it good. I'm 250. Know. Yeah, man. You're like talking about losing weight though, right? I'm two, I was 270. I lost 20 pounds. Since you posted that thing, yeah. really? And so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, like, but I, I, like sometimes when I go to weigh myself, like yesterday, I went to weigh myself, and I was like, let's get in the sauna real quick, and let's just get a yeah, positive yeah, yeah, yeah. number. Let's well, see, get a I, good number. I lived in denial for about thirty years. Like I got, I, I didn't get on a scale after nationals. I was like, I'm never getting on a scale again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you go, sweet, so you you wrestled at one fifty, one fifty, my junior, and then I bumped to one fifty eight. But that one fifty, you would weigh in the night if you won. And you made it to the next day, then you got to make weight that night for the next day, which gives you a lot of time to rehydrate and all. Yeah. Now it's like an hour, but so you could. Now, what do you mean? Now it's an hour. You get now you get an hour before. You weigh in an hour before the you wrestle, so you can't pull any of that kind of garbage. You can't float weight like we did before, oh, wow. which is healthier. You know. Okay, is that why they did it? Yeah, because some kids died from. It's crazy. Weight. I remember they were talking when Tom and I did the weight loss challenge. Tom put some glycerin or something all over his. I don't know what for like a. He put something like castor oil or something all over him. Oh, really? To go into the sauna. Joe told him. Joe told him how to cut weight. Really? And Tom did this like crazy weight loss, uh, cut weight thing at, at Burke Williams and then drove right to the studio. I had a pot pie the night before. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I couldn't help it. I, I just, I don't I have a hard time with impulse. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm having a hard time getting a car. Cause a I tell them, pie. I go, give me this. And then if they don't get it for me within like six hours, I'm on to the next car. Like yeah, yeah, so and I was drinking yeah, yeah. at the time. So yeah. so go back. So you would you put up weight that night. So you yeah. Get so done the, so you could weigh in the, the, the that the night before. So I remember I was like I made it to the next day, and I was jogging around, and uh, they were like one fifty pounders. You will weigh in at like I don't know nine o'clock, and it was like seven. And I was like, I was jogging with this guy from Oklahoma State, and they were like dominant back then. I was like, kind of, I, I knew him, you know, he was a guy that used to beat me. But uh, so he, uh, he's like, how much are you over? I'm like, nine and a half. 
and I, and I made it. And that was, that was the worst, I think one of the worst weight cuts in two, two hours, we took off nine and a half. And if you talk to doctors like, well, you can't do that. I'm like, well, I did. And I, and guys on my team did way worse than me. Really? Yeah. You know, there's always that guy where you're like, you're like, this is the worst day of my life. I'm nine and a half over. And then I'm like, how much are you? Bunner's like 15. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. but you, and you, but this is a weird question. Your, did your dad coach your high school? Yeah. 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 So yeah. how, What's that like when your dad is like, buddy, you got to cut. That creates an interesting dynamic. He wasn't like, he was sort of anti-weight cutting. And yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. And in high school, he, you shouldn't do much. You know, like in yeah. high school, he was anti. You know, he was like, just wrestle the weight oh, you Oh, because are. in high school, it's like, yeah, if you're good, you're good. And if you're Yeah, kind of like that. He was like, you know what? The, 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 and, uh, and he was right. My senior year, like, I, 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 I went to weight class. I was good in, in high school, you know. And then the, guy, the guys that I could have. I would have had trouble with, they kind of ran and went and they cut weight, you, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so, um, but wait, he, how good were you? Like, cause people are probably listening going like, wait, I, yeah, he wrestled, but you were like legit good. You went to Mizzou, right? Yeah. I wrestled in like Mizzou. legit fucking good. I mean, I was, yeah, I, I took, I was my senior year. I took seventh in the country, which is all American. The top eight get all American. So, and in high school, I won a couple state championships. So I, I was good, but not like, like I wrestled most of the guys that went to the Olympics and I couldn't beat them, you know? And, what's, and, what's the thing about making, why is someone better? Man, I've thought about that. And actually, I don't know. I, I, I think the guy, they're a little more skilled, maybe a little quicker. Um... I hate to say this, maybe a little tougher. I don't know. I was pretty, I thought I was pretty tough, but yeah, you know, yeah may, maybe, maybe a little tougher, maybe a little meaner, but they were, uh, were you, they you were a little, they were a little, they were, they were definitely quicker and they were more skilled. And, and I was pretty skilled, but they just, it was another level. Like, how does someone get more skilled? Is well, yeah, ask Ben. Longer? Like, Ben is the genius at ben it. Ben is, man. He, he is, he is in, you know, it's so funny. I, I think, and I'm, I, I love Ben. I love yeah, Ben. I fuck too. around with his name because I think it's fun. <laughs> I like to do the same with Ben Affleck and, uh, <laughs> and, and tattoos and taboo. I just heard taboo, a taboo. It's a taboo. Well, oh, ta oh, oh tab, tab, taboo, like something you can't talk about. Yeah. yeah and okay. I heard J.K. Rowling say taboo. And I went, ooh, secret time. I'm listening to J.K. Rowling's podcast. <laughs> oh, really? It's fucking awesome. J.K. Rowling has a podcast? No, she, they have a podcast about her getting canceled. Wow. She came out and said that uh, I don't know what she said. I'm not gonna paraphrase it. It was, it was pretty. Uh, it's pretty wild coming from someone like sitting on the fucking sidelines to like throw her hat in the ring during like the Black Lives Matters marches oh, and COVID. She was like, "Real women, uh, you know, I'm not, like whatever she said," and it was yeah. crazy. But it's it's it, it's interesting because the opposite side is the opposite side said. There's no debate about this. Yeah, and J.K. Rowling is like, well, if there's no debate, then you are a, a you're a totalitarian. You're 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 a dictator. If you if there's no debate, right, then I can't have right, a conversation. Right, 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 right. It's really a fascinating podcast. And the reason, uh, anyway, anyway, just sidebar. I'm, I'm that's what I'm listening to right now. Apparently, the whole everyone the thing to blame is Tumblr. Tumblr fucked everything. Up. Oh, really? Do I remember? I met a girl. I was in doing voiceover in Miami, and this girl I'd never seen. I'm sorry that there's women in here that I have to say this. There, I'd never seen like she had like there was something weird like her her chest looked interesting. Like it was boobs, but then it was boobs on top of her boobs. And I was and I and I out of like strictly journalistic integrity, 
I was looking at her tits. Like not. No, nah, this is it was clinical more it than was it was clinical. Yeah, yeah. And it I was, was yeah, just like this, 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 you weren't you weren't attracted to her, but it was more no, like I need to had, as a reporter. She had red hair, and not to say I'm not attracted to redhead redheads, but I'm not something I go to. Okay. And I, but she saw me kind of looking, and she said, "I have puffy nipples," and I went, "I'm so sorry." She goes, no, 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 no. It's brought up a lot. I have a blog about it. You should check it out on Tumblr. And I was like, what? She goes, it's uh, Puffy Nipples is the thing. It's a good, that's a good title for that. Yeah. Blog. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, went yeah. and I looked on Tumblr and it was Puffy Nipples. And it was her, yeah. dude. And it was just all pictures of naked? her. Naked? Yeah. Naked with her Puffy Nipples. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I don't know how I got on this point. So, Tumblr? No, no, no. I want to go back to wrestling. Oh, yeah, wrestling. I'll tell you a story about wrestling. Ben, so, ben, ben, ben Askren. Ben's a great coach, man. Ben, Ben's like, I, I, I listen to his podcast a lot. Yeah, he's, he was talking about He's an about amazing po coach. And I wish I would have done things a little different. I mean, I was good. And I, some way I outkicked my coverage. Like I, like, I was unseated my senior year at Nationals when I took seventh. Uh, so I upset some guys. Really? Um, but I'll tell you, like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to talk about it in the next. I want to talk more about wrestling in my next. It's hour. so fascinating. But it's you. Get, but you know you got to get into the, my my freshman year. We wrestled Northern Iowa, okay, and the, at the time they were really good, and I didn't really know how to cut weight, and I was also outmatched, and it was a, it was back. Wrestling's pretty big now with MMA, but yeah. th that was one of the places where it was big back then. This is you know early eight, or late eighties and. This gym, they like they had like just one light on at the top of the mat, and then the, there's all these people on top of you, and they know wrestling, and they were good. And I, man, I got worked like this guy still Pat Hogan. I, it was the third period, and I just was out of gas, you know, and I was tired, and I wasn't gonna get untired, you know what I mean? Like there's that thing, and I know some guys. Like Ben never got tired. There's another thing, but there's some guys like the guys that coach at Iowa now. Those guys, it doesn't matter if they're tired. They have this thing under in in them that reach down, and I've had that, but I did not have it that night. I wasn't gonna get it, and the coach is like, you know, yelling at me like, "Get up!" I'm like, I heard you say that. And I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> about 30 seconds ago, I attempted to get up, and he didn't want me to. Like, like you know, and and then the so. This guy, like, and then he's just, and the other, here's the other horrible thing about this situation is as tired as I am, he's not tired. Like this guy, this, you would think from beating the crap out of me for the last five minutes, he would, he would be spit. It seems to be energizing him at this point. He seems to be very, he's got all the energy in the world and I have none. And it, it was, and, and then the referee, the ref, the, the one guy in the place that's like, um, charged with my safety or whatever. The guy is supposed to be impartial. He does this, Bert. He goes he, on the mat. He goes, "Are you okay down there, son?" Ha ha ha! Like the crowds, it's like a Def Jam show. Like he's he's, he's, he's killing. He's killing. Okay, so I'm like, he's killing, and uh, and then I mean, it was the worst. It was the worst time, and then and then after the match. Um, we, and almost everybody lost. We, we all had a bad match. We had to go sit in this horrible hotel, like a super eight on, in, on two beds. And he had a VCR of the mat. He had a tape of the match and we had to sit there and watch like the whole match and, and, oh and get him. And, and I was 150 at the time. And my buddy, Dan Lovelace was 126 and Lovelace did like the cardinal sin, which is 
get taken down on the edge of the mat. Like, like when you're almost out of bounds, if you relax, you don't get taken down because you can just step out of bounds, yeah. right? So he like sort of, you could just see him. It was on tape. You could just see him relax and then you see him, he's that, he just kind of relaxes and then he gets, the guy just rockets him and he just sort of buckles. Well, Roper plays that 30 times. Like, see here where he just like relaxed and then he buckled. What, what were you, it's like, yeah, we got it. We got it. So he does, I mean, and, and here's the thing, I'm thinking Lovelace did 30 times better than I did. Like, and he's, and he, he's getting, he's getting just like, he's all over him. And I'm like, this is horrible. So he gets to my match and Roper, our coach, he's like, this guy back then, we didn't have any budget. So if there was no video crew, if you were a backup, you were videotaping. Okay. <laughs> so this guy, Aaron Martinez was the backup and he was taping and he gets to my match and I'm like, this is going to be, I'm, he's going to shoot me. And he's like, Warren Martinez, he messed up the tape somehow and we didn't get your match. All I can say is you're an embarrassment. And I was like, <laughs> I love Aaron Martinez more than any man. I don't know if he did it on purpose or if he did, but it was like, so, so that, that's like, that's early in my career. Yeah. And, and I mean, one bad practice. I was the captain, you know, I was, I was the captain, you know, my senior year, junior, I was one of the better guys on the team. I did what you were supposed to. One bad practice. If I had one bad practice during that whole four year span, Warren, this reminds me of when you laid down at Northern Iowa. You remember that, Warren? Yeah, I see, seem to recall it. You know, like, it, like even if I had like a a good practice, Warren, you got after it. Good job, Bunner. You're pathetic. You remind me of when Warren laid down at Northern. Like, like it was horrible like and that yeah yeah that it was uh there was like it was, it's just a brutal sport you know it's, i i remember we got there was a guy i won't say his name whose dad was a fucking bodybuilder right and he was a bodybuilder yeah. in in high school he was jacked his dad was into lift weightlifting so in, adversely he and he had phenomenal genetics yeah and he could our freshman year, first day, we had to climb the rope, put his, did a handstand, yeah. locked his feet in, grabbed the rope, and went upside down, and the whole fucking class was like, so this guy was in great shape. Yeah. So he goes to wrestle, and we all go. He's wrestling Tampa Catholic, which is at Tampa Catholic. That was our rival. Yeah. rival. And he gassed out in the first oh, fucking, yeah. the first fucking he gassed out, and you were watching dudes who were not in as great physically looking shape yeah, as yeah, him yeah. just ragdoll him it's not it's never the it's never the cut guys yeah it's the it's kind of a little bit like you it's it's it, you know those guys that win the what do they drag the kegs or the, the you, strongman guys. yeah yeah those yeah. guys they're never cut they're, yeah. just, they're just like solid and like my dad's like that you know yeah. like they're just big and uh the those, material about your dad is so fucking oh. funny those and, are I, and I love, can I tell you, I, 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 I want to go back to this. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. I keep stepping out. But what I love about great dad stuff when, because like I've talked about my dad before, but I've never done it. I've never eloquently explained the man. Jackie Cation talks about her dad and her last special so succinctly. I think he sold windows. And so everything to her is via a window sale. And so I think that's what it is. But when your dad, when your dad's talking about his medication he goes ah just put nothing yeah just, just right right it's, it's so yeah, funny yeah, yeah. because it's, <laughs> it's i don't know man i think that part where your daughter says 
the whole reason we wanted to do this this escape oh. room was to see your dad and you go at it. Oh, <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was. But, like, you're so good. You're so good at explaining a man that we all kind of know that yeah. kind of. It's so uh. good. But keep going. So, so uh, yeah, the dudes that are just thick in yeah, wrestling. Yeah, the, the guys that are the, the, they're thick and they just got that weird old man strength. That, like, the guys that are ripped. Uh, because I wrestle a couple of them, I'm like, oh man, this guy's gonna. I was never, I I never had probably as much confidence as I should have, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I I was, I look at this guy, man, and then you just you just grab him. There's something, it's like their bones are hollow or something. Like you can just move them. Some of those about, guys. He said that about Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, that was a. I mean, that was a laugh out loud. I'm telling you, I, I really got to say, and I I'm gonna say this probably five more times. Your special's so fucking good. Oh, dude, you continuously nice. make specials that are, I mean this like, I hope, I don't know how to say it without it like sounding odd, but like they're thematic like you're doing Edinburgh Fringe Festivals. I keep going back to, I'm so fascinated by wrestling right now because it is a different kind of person that does it. And how come you never got cauliflower ears? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How come you never got cauliflower ears? I do. You do? Oh yeah, I got. Oh, it you right. got it. Yeah, you yeah, got it there. Yeah, I got it there. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Could you have gotten rid of it? I mean, I think there's surgery. Um, it doesn't. Yours isn't bad. Ben's is pretty aggressive. Yeah, the guys that wrestled international because they don't wear headgear. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I got that. That looks cool. I wrestled. That just looks tough. Yeah, I guess I, I'm not anymore. Um, if you got into a street fight, could you tie someone up? I mean, it depends on who we're street fighting. Like, like just like a fucking the regular, like the the Mexican guy who, as you get into a pose, he's like, no, 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 street fight, not wrestling. And you're like, okay, we're gonna fuck. I don't up. know, man. I mean, I don't have a gas tank that much anymore, and I, I, uh, I don't know. I think I, I the wrong guy. No, I could never punch. You know, really? Yeah, I got in a fight one time with this football player. This was when I was wrestling. And uh, he was like, he was like saying something. It was a, a, at Missouri, and this football player was like saying something. This my girlfriend's roommate, and he was a football player, and he's he's a, he's a little bigger, you know. And he was like, uh, I can't remember. He said something to her, and I was like, I I can't. I have to say something. This is I I you know it's my girlfriend's yeah. roommate, and I'm at and any other night for any other night, there's ten wrestlers with me, and they would have just swept the place clean, you know. Yeah. Like these guys are m m animals. And I was like, none of my, none of my guys were there. No, nobody was there. And I was just like, All right. I go, hey man, you can't really say that, you know. And he was like, what, what, what? I'm like, yeah man, I, whatever. 
So the next thing I know, I'm always the first one to get punched too. Like I don't see a like like <laughs> me too. Yeah, are you like? Oh yeah. There's a couple like there's a couple times I'm like, hey, if we could re-roll the tape when he was doing this and winding up like cartoons, <laughs> maybe that was a sign that you were gonna get punched. So this is so I got punched and I you know for a second I was like, oh no, and then I was like, wait a minute, I'm, I just gotta close the gap. If I can yeah. close the gap. Like I, I, and I, and I like, I just kind of bear hugged him and then I got on top of him and then I was like, okay, you're, you're done now. Like, I'm, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, you know, MMA, if the guy gets the wrestlers on top of the guy, yeah. um, and the guy's on his stomach, I learned that. Cause I, I don't know when I was like 30, I went, I was just jogging at some gym in Erie PA and I saw these guys doing, you know, just, they were in geese and they were doing stuff and I'm like, ah, roll with you. You know, yeah. I was coaching a little bit that time. So I rocket a double leg in, pick him up. He take him down. He's on his back. I'm like, yeah, exactly where I want him. And then he chokes me out. <laughs> like those guys like being on their back. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, love yeah. it. I didn't know. Who's that. crazy? He would just get on his back, <laughs> yeah. like a turtle, yeah, and just wait. And you'd be like, oh, this guy's dead. Yeah. And next thing you know, the guy's ankle's broken. Yeah. And or he's ch choke me out with the gi. I'm like, wait, like you can't grab clothes. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, my daughter. So I, I said this the other day on a podcast, but my daughter choked me out. And it, man, that was a that was a come to jesus moment doing what just choked me out she we were all sitting i forget where we were but she goes uh she's taking jujitsu and she's she's really oh, bad really? with like names of things she was calling it the the uh the the what was it she calling it the samurai sword or something and i said what and she goes the thing where i are you mean the guillotine she goes yeah 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 that thing and i go I go, you can't do that. She goes, I could choke you out. And Georgia and Leanne are there. I go, you can't choke me out, baby. She goes, it's actually easier with big guys. And I yeah, went, you also have a neck that's like, you're like me. We have big necks, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, here, watch. And she put her little fucking needle arms around me. Yeah. And she. You went out? No, I I, I tapped. And yeah. then she jokingly goes, I haven't learned the tap yet. And I was like. <laughs> that's so great. She's, uh, yeah, she. And then. Good that she's gonna be safe like you know i guess i mean i i mean she's yeah she's she loves jujitsu because she i don't know she's a fucking lunatic that's great but i never i i wished i wish in hindsight i had learned any sort of self-defense yeah i said i had a bit about it last night i can i can peacock enough with my body yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that yeah. i can get out of something yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, I, yeah, I learned yeah. all the fucking signals, <laughs> but I, I, when it come, when push comes to shove, I do not know how to fist fight. That's no, I can't fist fight. I, I have small hands. I can't punch. I can't. Well, I can't. Well, I used to punch with my thumb in. Like I, I thought that's how you threw a punch, and so I was like, that'll, that's how you break your thumb. Break your thumbs. Yeah, yeah. And then I did the movie, and I, I can't. I went to fight. Oh yeah, that I was great. I man. couldn't even throw. I couldn't throw punches like. We, Someone that knows how to throw a punch. Did, was, did a you punch. have a coach and all that? No. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was great, man. Stunt team. I but, watched that. I I, I watched like uh, I got home from a gig and it was like a, you know I live in St. Louis and I was yeah. like and my car was in the shop and I was like I took an Uber up to this by myself to this theater and uh yeah oh, and walked you. home man I was so proud it was so cool man oh, thank you was, brother that was, means the world to me it's awesome dude it was just. That was it was so cool man to see see one of our guys like uh, oh. on the main and then now. You know, with the uh, pay-per-view or whatever. Yeah. What do they call it, man? Pay-per-view, P-O-V. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But whatever it is, when I got cable and I just forget that it's on, it's just like it's rolling. You know, they're they're 
promoing it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Let's hope we go. I mean, I'm not supposed to say this out loud, but it goes to Netflix in a couple of days. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, with your, they already know you there. Oh, you know, so you know that guy Dave Schultz that the fast catcher was about the guy yeah. that got killed by yeah. what's his name. Um, he used to like, he was this guy. He's a. They had him down so much. Ruffalo had him down. He had down the way he walked. He had that. Ruffalo wrestled. Fucking good. Ruffalo wrestled. Oh, for real? Yeah, in high school. So they had him down, but uh, Dave Schultz was like the nicest guy in the world on them off the mat. Like he was like he would he, he was friendly with everybody. He's like, hey, let me you know. And, and the like some of the other wrestlers hated him because like they'd be getting ready to wrestle and be like, hey, what's up, buddy? You know, just like I don't want to talk to you, Dave. You know, yeah. like. But on the mat, he was like vicious. And one of the things he he would choke a guy out. He knew how to choke a guy out. And then he would move him around to make it look like the guy was still conscious. And then and then, and then he'd pin him. Yeah, like. Wait, wait, can can you choke someone out in wrestling? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I I don't actually. That's a good question. I don't. There's certain things you. There's ways to do it. I think legally. Yeah. And then there's ways that are not. But then there's ways to sort of get around it. But yeah, I mean, it's and the thing is, it's it's just basically, if you ever get in a fight, you don't know what you're doing. Find a way to put your hands there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's limit. Like it's not as there used to be a front headlock where you take that thing right there. Um, with this guy, man. So wrestling's it's it's just goofballs, man. It's like you know, there's this guy Mike. Matlock, he passed away. We call him the Mad Dog. He was our assistant. Yeah, you know the good assistant. He was just a wrestling junkie, and he like he he fit nowhere else in life. Like he he's the guy where it's like he's the greatest guy to have in the room, but don't put him around the parents. Yeah, you know, you know like 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 and the dog, the dog, his only he would wrestle with us, and he was a guy that looked like he was like fifty, but he was he was only probably like thirty five. Yeah, and he uh, he like beard real droopy and he would he would wrestle in full plastics and a singlet over his plastics just the weirdest full plastics like a, like sauna a, suit yeah. thing like and singlets over it and he had one move it was like a, a headlock and he and he and he would try to choke you out he would basically take that right there and he'd try to choke you out and he was pretty good with it even these old i'm a high school kid and he's like a 35 year old man not in the greatest shape and i'd i remember uh shooting in and he just zapped that headlock on you and i'm like and my dad's yelling at me he's like Get out of the damn headlock, Gregory. Get out of the damn headlock. Gregory. And the do- the dog's like, "It's too tight, Jerry. It's too tight. You can't get it's you can't get out of it, Jerry. It's too tight. It's too tight." <laughs> he was so proud of that stupid headlock. And he was trying to choke me out. His, uh, he would give out horrible advice too, man. He, his breakfast causes cancer. Drink soup. It fools your stomach. <laughs> And we'd, we'd order, he'd order pizza with no cheese. He was just one of those crazy goofball guys, but I loved it. It was like, and he, he loved wrestling. School? He coached one year. He was a guy that was like always around St. Louis, and he was just like a wrestling junkie. And he's, my dad needed an assistant. And I would, in the summers, he would help coach our team that would go to like the, the nationals or whatever, the, yeah. you know, the, the freestyle nationals. And he would ref, he was a big referee too. So my dad was like, we don't have an assistant. I'm like, ask the dog. The dog's he'll be a great assistant. Just like yeah. I said, don't and I think my dad like he loved the dog. Yeah. And he tried to get him a, like he got him a job substitute teaching. And of course the dog said something he shouldn't said. <laughs> and he's like, we can't have the dog anywhere but the wrestling room. How much did wrestling change from when your dad did it as a kid to when you did it? And then from where it is today? I mean, I think the coaching got better at, at all three levels. I today the biggest difference is you got guys like Ben that run these academies Yeah, that it's like, you know, it's outside of school. 
there's 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 you know a hundred of those across the country. These guys, the Perlers in in St. Louis, have one. Ben ha- Ben had Ben the, the what they're getting, and Ben and his brother Max. Yeah, and uh, you're just learning it at such a high level. Really, you, you know, yeah, that's th- the, just the technique, and then also the mental game and all that. I it was good for me because I would go up to the junior college that, that was like three miles from my school. And I, you know, in the summers, basically in the springs and the summers when wrestling, I would just go up there every day and wrestle with the college guys. Really? So that's kind of how I, I, I got better learned stuff from them. Yeah. God. That's so like my crazy. last two years, I was just wrestling, you know, in the summers, I was just wrestling with a bunch of junior college guys and, and then they'd, they'd come up and you know, it's not as much pressure. It's fun. You know, yeah. it's like, there's no structured practice. I'd be like, Hey, show me, show me that, you know, you know, and it, it's kind of, and you're, I think it's like stand up in like you tend to learn when you're not trying too hard or you you know maybe may, yes you, you, or you, the the line comes or the premise comes when you've put in the work but also when you're not trying too hard. So I, I was like I, I was just up there all the time and I was like hey show me that I don't I'll never use that. I got high last night before I went on stage. I never get high before I go on stage. Really? Never. I never. I I I mean I used to say I never drank before I went on stage. That is true for the majority of my career. And then this last year i've been drinking on stage pretty aggressively during fully loaded they're fully loaded i was drinking pretty legit on stage. i mean i just the clips i saw all you guys were going nuts like, we were, it was it was we were going pretty hard in the paint it, i mean during the day right during the day yeah, we, were, yeah. we were smoking a lot of weed and drinking and <laughs> eating mushrooms Dude, and I'm, it was crazy it was yeah. crazy i literally it's the reason i i stopped drinking and started getting healthy so i was so out of control like not out of control, like bad. Like I've seen out of control, but like just like there were no rules, and my yeah, kids were with me, and my wife's with me. So like, I don't know. And then I, and then uh, next thing you know, I got on the scale and I was two seventy, and I was like, whoa! Like that. I had been with uh, a guy named Matt Mitrion. He's a MMA fighter. Oh yeah. And he said, "What's?" At one time we we're just talking, and he goes, "What's the fattest you've ever been?" I said, two two sixty three. And he goes, two seventy. I said, no, two sixty three. And he goes. 270 i said no 263 and he goes buddy you've broken 270 and i said no i haven't and he goes yeah those are, the, <laughs> those are the days you didn't get on the scale yeah yeah and he goes those think about those days and so then the day i went to weigh in you kind of don't want the number to be high but you kind of do and i went and i got on the scale and i and i i had switched it over to kilograms so i couldn't deal with the truth <laughs> and so i went in and i looked at the kilograms and i was like that I've, that's higher than I've ever seen, and I, I'm just doing quick math. I'm like, that's got to be 270. I so I similar, got off real quick. I had a similar thing. Wait, how big? 220. 220. That's not bad not really, though. Yeah, but I I thought I was 190. Because <laughs> I never. I thought I was like 185. <laughs> I went. It's terrible, man. That it's, could it's be horrible. scary. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. I thought I was because I, I didn't wait. I didn't got a scale for like 20 years. I don't get on scale. Even at the doctor, they're like, "Sure, you got on the scale." I'm like, "I'm not doing it." They're yeah. like, "You have to." I'm like. I don't care what you say. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, and like, it's a thing sometimes. Well, it was just me living in denial and being an idiot. But uh, do how do you go to the doctor a lot? No, I go to the holistic doctor a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go, yeah, yeah. I go, the witch I, doctor. I, yeah, she had yeah, the, the old Dr. Olivia Joseph, man. She fixed my stomach. And what I, was going on with your stomach? Just always like bloating and uh, feeling terrible, man. Really? Yeah, it was like uh, probably food sensitivity and. She's got all kinds of technical stuff, but I, I didn't think it was going to be fixed. I, I thought I was screwed for the rest. You know, I was just miserable. All the well, time. I was thinking about that today because I was listening when I was listening to your special, and I was, I had, I, I've, I'm, I'm in ketosis right now. Yeah, and I've never felt better. Meaning, I feel very clear, and I enjoy what I'm eating 
Are you sleeping? Like a dream. Really? Like a dream. That's amazing. I sleep so purely. Really? Like, yeah, and like, and my anxiety, I used to have sleep anxiety, like, about going to bed. Yeah, yeah. Most of the reason I drank, like, for real, if you want to ask why I drank from probably 26 until 37, like, I just drank to go to bed. Like, I didn't know how to go to bed. I did not know how to go to bed. That's why I don't drink, is I can't sleep when I drink. Uh, I can't. I I can. I sleep sleep perfectly. Then I wake up. And, oh. and like after oh, with panic attacks, yeah, at four in the morning, yeah, everyone does. That's that's normal. That's called sleep. I don't think it's normal for. And so, so now I'm sleeping. Like last night, I went, I got in bed, and I was by myself. Yeah. I was by myself in a, in a house. I was so scared. Normally, if I had smoked a cigar upstairs, some porn star. Oh, I wish I could remember her name. Some porn star DM'd me. I haven't been in my DMs in forever. Yeah, but I'm looking for a tattoo artist in Northern California. So I thought maybe someone DM'd me. And I went in. God, what was that porn star's name? Fuck. It's pretty fucking intense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I got, I, she DM'd me. I don't know. I don't remember why she DM'd me, but I, I saw it. Yeah. And she had a porn star name. And I was like, oh, what's this about? And then I ended up Googling her porn site. And, I, yeah. and I, then I'm sitting on my, sitting on my deck, smoking a cigar, watching her porn. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm not scared anymore. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's that's a different kind of emotion. Yeah, uh, I just want to say, if a porn star DMs me, I'm gonna remember your name. Like, like oh. if any, if any of you, any of you girls, if you send me, an, I'm gonna know who you are. God, yeah, what was yeah. her fucking? It's gonna, name? it's gonna stand out from some of the other people that DM me. What does anyone know where my phone is? If if someone can find my phone downstairs, oh, no one. Everyone that works, everyone that would grab my phone and bring it to me, all had knee surgery yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're all fucking sitting in one what, apartment. You had a group knee surgery. Two, yeah. Two people here got knee surgery on the exact like same the, day. Uh, the, 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 it's like some sort of cult uh, thing where they they got they got a, I think they got a deal. Okay. Pete was a Pete was a wrestler. My my assistant Pete. Yeah. I say assistant. I don't like that word because it's he does way more than that. Hit my steward. He, uh, I, I mean, I think assistant Stewart sounds, uh, Stewart sounds like that's what Jon Snow did. Stewart sounds nautical. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like, you're, yeah. I don't he, know. he, uh, he was, he's, it's funny. He's into wrestling. He's really into wrestling. He wrestled in high school and I introduced him to someone as a wrestler. And the guy goes, Where'd you wrestle? And he goes, Why did you wrestle in high school? And the guy, whoever it was, goes, Yeah, you, you're not a wrestler, man. Like, okay, cool. And then was like, you can't introduce someone as a wrestler. Everyone wrestled once in high school. That's stupid. And that's so, dumb. I forget who it was. Dude, there's some. Th- that's really dumb. But but Pete was obsessed with this guy, Bo Nickel. Yeah, I know who Bo is. Bo Nickel, and I end up following Bo Nickel because Pete was so. He's the uh, next guy in MMA. Bert. That's what they said. He's the next guy. I watched him. He's a Texas kid, and Texas doesn't have great high school wrestling. But he really, yeah. But he's, and then I, I you know, I'm a obsessive fan of college wrestling and he he just went through the ncaa tournament like really yeah and he's and he's a risk taker but but he also my i don't know mma that what my little brother knows it yeah uh did your little brother wrestle yeah 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 my little brother but he and he'll roll a little bit he's a lot younger he's 18 years younger Uh, oh really yeah yeah yeah. same dad yeah yeah well same mom yeah really yeah yeah wait yeah well senior year in high school my dad called me i was at some camp thing and he called me up and he's like we need to talk i'm like oh no like this is like my grades came or something yeah. he's like uh, your mother's pregnant i'm like 
What? Wait, how old was your dad at the time? You got to be forty. Yeah, early forties. They got you know yeah. they were they were young. Yeah. I mean, when they had me, but uh, yeah. And then I have my middle brother Matt was four years younger than me. But yeah, Devin, he knows MMA. Like he and and he was like, yeah, man. He goes, nickel can strike. Like he, he it's he's not just a like he can he can punch. Really? Yeah, yeah. He that can kid will be fun to watch. I've been following him. He's excited. He was a, he was like high risk wrestler. You know, like I really? was not very high risk. Um, he was like trying throws and trying crazy stuff and really inventive yeah 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 i uh i i've been following the kid now for like a couple of years and watching him and i just saw him he just did something the other day and i was like he hasn't had a they haven't you know they're bringing him along like he hadn't had a real hard match yet I, yeah. I, it's it seems they do that now right it's like boxing yeah. like they, i think they have to a little bit yeah like i want to see him fight somebody big you know the uh yeah it's it's funny like yeah, I, I I've been following that kid, and it's it's interesting to see the progression of like who's getting in and who what's succeeding. Like that kid, Sugar Shane, Sugar Sean O'Malley. I don't know him. He's just one, and it was like he's just a great striker. Yeah, like he's a great like he's really fucking good. And then you go, and then you look at like someone like Ben who was so good on the ground. Yeah, and like you, you just look at these different styles. It's 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 really fun to watch. I don't like I'm not like I'm not like a diehard fan. Like I know like only only because I have so many friends that are diehard fans. And then you have friends that I don't think they give a fuck about MMA, but they want to be close to Rogan. Oh really? So, oh, that's the fucking yeah, most yeah. annoying. Really? It's like, oh dude. <laughs> it's like They're just studying stats. <laughs> hey Joe, did you see that? <laughs> it's I'll tell you, man, it's it's funny. I don't know the right way to say this, but like uh, I've known Joe for a while. I've known you know. Do you know Joe? We met, man. We worked on the road together in like ninety seven or ninety eight. Like back when I was still selling peanut butter to, a, a, in Cincinnati, it was just my. I was just doing it at night. Yeah, and we worked at Go Bananas, and Joe was news radio famous at the time. Yeah, um, and he was really cool to me. You he's know, like a, he's we, a, you guys have a lot of the same energy. Really cool to me. You know, we talked a little bit because he was he was an MMA fan, and maybe he was I don't know when he was. He had something he, to do with MMA at the time. He was. We I talked think he had about just it. started working for them. If okay, it was news radio. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like it was like it was somewhere in the mid to late nineties, and he, you know, and I, uh, it was him and Chris McGuire used to be his opener. Man, uh, I know Chris McGuire. Yeah, great dude. And I was the MC. And uh, you know Joe was a big deal coming through town. I'm a big news radio fan too, but like oh, uh, that was my movie. That show, that show was so that TV so show was good. so good. So he was great, man. He was like really cool. We hung out, and uh, it would be cool to see you guys hang out again now because you have you can have an authentic conversation. You watch. I mean this respectfully, and I hope I don't offend anybody. But so often you watch people have manufactured conversations with Joe. Clearly, they've done the research of what Joe's into. So then they go to him and they present. Hey, this will this will catch him. And Joe's such a great guy that he's like, "Yeah, man, fucking aliens are real." <laughs> I gotta piss, man. I'm go piss, go piss. That, right? My wife, this is my wife on Yelp. So I go, "Hey, we'll be driving." Yeah, we're driving from we're driving from Oxnard to uh, L.A. And I said, um, "We're on the 101." And I said, "We should get something to eat. Can you Yelp somewhere to eat?" She goes, "Uh huh." She goes, oh, in and out. Like, and immediately I go, <laughs> honey, uh, you need to be in the area we are. And she goes, no, in and out's right here. 
I said, okay. I already know. I already know where the in and outs are. Yeah. I know where they are. And I said, uh, I, what you should do. And she goes, I don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm doing. In and out. It's in and out. Let's get in and out. And I go, great. Get me directions. And she goes, 37 miles. And I went, exactly. <laughs> you need to. And she goes, I, why don't you just do it? Pull over. And I said, no, it's very simple. Scroll in to where that little blue dot is. That's us. Yeah. Scroll into there. Then move forward in the direction we're moving. Scroll out a titch and then hit redo in this area. Yeah, and then yeah, she'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. scroll in. Wait, what's the blue dot? I don't even know what. I'm so livid at this point that I go, I'm just going to start intermittent fasting. Like, <laughs> I, I can't I can't deal with you. It's amazing. She'll go, like, uh, like I remember we're, we're doing a road trip, the whole family, and I'm already angry at her. Because she'll go, I'll go, we need gas. Okay. Uh, get off. Well, you missed it three miles ago. <laughs> I go, you got to be in front of it. You got. We're not yeah, going to yeah. drive backwards. Well, you can just go backwards. No, I can't. Today, I fucking had a meltdown moment. Apparently, every air pump for every car tire in Southern California has been destroyed. Would you Des get flat? Uh, no, I had... I had low tire pressure okay. and I was like, and so I was like, okay. So I went to, I went to five, I went to five different gas stations, five. First of all, they all say credit card, but the fucking cunts who installed these machines placed the credit card reader facing the morning sun. So it gets yeah, sun yeah. all day. So you can't read. I hear it go, Dip, and I go, I can't see it. I can't read yeah, anything. It's all, yeah. it's all fucking burned out. because we have LA sun hit the green button. None of the credit card machines worked. I then, I go to, I, I went to five. I, I'm not even fucking five. On the fifth one, right before the 101, I get out and I use it and there's a leak in the hose and it just deflated my tires. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. I don't, I can't do the air. No. It's, I'm not a man. I'm not a I man. Can't, I can't do the air. I pulled into I'll Valvoline. I, I pulled into Valvoline. There was like a Valvoline and I, and I just said, I am so helpless. Yeah. I go, I can't put air on my tires. And the guy very casually goes, I'll top you off. I said, for real? And he goes, sure, man. Within 30 seconds, first of all, he opened my car door. I go, what are you doing? And he goes, finding out where your tires should be at. Yeah. I didn't know that's where that was. I think I did know that at least. So I feel he, better about it. He myself. looked at that. He goes, 43 in the front, 45 in the back. I got you. And he, there's a, a gauge on my thing. And I could watch, uh, my thing says car, like for, it was 31, 31, 29, 30 was how low they were yeah. and he just went and i watched them go right up to the thing and i was like dude thank you i go yeah. thank you so much and he was like and then he recognized me like you're out here in like a couple of weeks come out we'll top you off we'll clean you up we'll bring your car in we'll just fix you up and I'm right like, i was like you're so much better than i am yeah those guys are yeah anybody that can do that kind of stuff I does that do. you seem like a guy that would have been brought up with those values i know man and i did i just wasn't you know like i i or maybe i maybe i you know i shouldn't put it on my I didn't do any of that stuff, man. I Did your, could your dad change his own oil? Yeah. Eh. What was your dad's life like? Like growing up or with us? Like everything. I mean, he was. He grew up in Long Island. Really? Yeah, Where? he's Jewish. Oh. Uh, uh, Are you Jewish? Half. Shut uh, up. Yeah. I mean, not the half that count. I used to... I mean, I didn't grow up. I wasn't bar mitzvah or anything. Because your mom's not Jewish. My mom's not Jewish, so the Jews don't count us. They, like, I remember when I moved to New York, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to be around a lot of Jewish people they'll they'll take me in because my dad's they're like you're you're nothing really? <laughs> yeah so what, your dad where did your dad grow up in long island he grew up 
Oceanside, I think. Okay. Yeah. My dad hey. grew up in Levittown. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There was a video a... of there was a video of three Levittown ladies out front talking about the first black that moved into their neighborhood. Really? And I was like, please don't be my grandma. <laughs> and part of me was like, if it was my grandma, I bet I could go viral. You know, like yeah, you know, but it was my grandma. Is yeah, my uh, my dad. Yeah, he grew up Jewish. Um, and he's he was he was a good athlete. Like played football, and uh, he went he went he went he played like went to like a year of junior college, and then he joined the Air Force. How old you dad? Seventy. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. So wait, did your dad grow? This is a weird question, but I don't totally understand the progression of Judaism. Was your dad's parents? I understand that as much as I do about fixing the flat. By the way, <laughs> Judaism. Like, but like his. Parents, I should know more. Were his parents Orthodox? No, they they were uh, reformed. Reformed. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah, but my but his dad. Not Holocaust survivors, right? No, my dad. His dad though was a very big deal in the synagogue. Like he was like the guy that was like. He was the, he, he could speak, you know, he was the uh, rabbi. Yeah, he, my dad always says that. He's like, that's, you know, when he sees me doing stand up, he's like, you know, your grandfather could speak in front of people all the time. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So he grew up Jewish in Long Island. Yeah. My, my, my grandma was like brilliantly smart. My grandma like went to college when she was like 19 or something. Really? Yeah. Well, went to, I went to college when I was 18. No, wait a minute. She graduated college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, how smart what, am I? What, she, she got, she got, well, yeah. No, she, uh, what am I saying? She, like, skipped a couple of years of high school to go to college. Oh, or for real? Yeah, and then graduated, and then they, they didn't give her a job because- they, She was a woman. She was a woman, yeah. So she was really smart, yeah. And, <laughs> I was going to say, because she's Jewish. <laughs> was no. your grandma Jewish, too? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So your yeah. dad was, like, full Jewish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar Mitzvah. And he, then, and then he was how into did, it. did he, was he in the military? He seemed like he would have been. He went to the Air Force and played football. Basically, he said he was in Germany, and his job in the Air Force was basically to play football. He was really? like, he, he played with, like, guys that were in the NFL that came, that you know, after their career went and were in the Air Force. So he, he, it was a big deal in Germany. Uh, it was, his base was Wiesbaden. I got a bunch of pictures of him, but, like, they would play the other bases, and it, that was, like, he said, yeah, my... He he goes to the VA now because he was in the military. Yeah, and they're all like, uh, when you go to the VA, I'll take them to an appointment, and they'll be like, all of them. They're really they're like, thank you for your services, my dad. Like, man, I just played football. Like, <laughs> Wait, what what war was your dad in? He wasn't. He was just in the military. He was in the military. Oh, that's yeah. not he was bad. He, he was in. Oh yeah, he, because he was too old. He was around he was Vietnam. Too young, he was too young for World War the Korean War. Yeah, he was Vietnam time. I mean, he yeah. was in. He just was. Didn't Number go. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then he met my mom. My mom grew up Catholic and uh, my mom, my, my mom was, went to like a year of college and, uh, was like, I feel like I'm wasting my mother's money. And she traveled in Europe. She, she went and worked for a year for the, the government and then went and traveled in Europe. She met my dad in uh, Germany and they got married in Switzerland, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Over there. And then, and then, how did they get to Kansas City, Missouri, or St. Or Louis? St. Louis. I mean, well, they, my dad, my mom was from St. Louis, but my dad had like a football scholarship at this place, Southwest Missouri in Springfield. And this is how it was back then. Like he got there, the coach gave him a scholarship, and he got there, and it was a new coach. And he's like, I don't know who you are. Like <laughs> he's like, he, he's like, well, they gave me a scholarship. He's like, yeah, yeah, but I don't know who you are. So he, so then he wrestled instead. He, he had wrestled. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like he had me at the time. So it was like they were. Oh, he, the, you are, you were already born. Yeah, somewhere in between Switzerland and that that college I I was born. 
So uh, he was like. So um, this is like the late, the early 70s. I was born in 68. Yeah. Yeah. So in the yeah late 60s, early 70s, he's in this Springfield, Missouri. Uh, and uh, they're poor and he's living, going to school on the GI Bill and, you know, and he got a teacher's degree and then became a coach. You know, so, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was a football coach too. He was a wrestling coach, but he was a really good football coach too. Is it, could you, do you have like, uh, I'm very coachable. My dad coached yeah. all my teams. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, my dad coached everything. My dad was like a super dad. Like yeah. he, he did, he like worked a job he didn't love. I don't think, I mean, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school. I don't think my dad ever really was in love with law. Yeah. Like it's I think he did it because it paid good and he yeah. could pay make a good living. But even I and I and I would argue that at times it didn't even pay good. Like he was he was always stressed about money. Yeah. Like always. I'll never know hopefully I'll never know what made him unhappy in life because he was just money was like was like a constant it was like it was something that I I just I remember. I remember him being really? like yeah, because I didn't. I didn't. Under, I still don't understand money. I still don't understand the concept of money. Like I. Well, I'll cue you in, man. You, you got a lot of it, right? <sighs> like I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure you do. Here's what I did last night, and this is why I feel disconnected from money. And this is why I wanted to. I said to Leanne, it may behoove me to take a month off and get an actual job somewhere to reconnect to like the value of a dollar because I'm. So last night I just said I'm just gonna give. I, I call Leanne. I go. I'm gonna give everyone. I'm gonna give everyone that works here a hundred bucks, so that you know, just as a tip. I'm not gonna do the wait stuff raffle. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, I know yeah, they yeah. expect a little extra, so I'll just give everyone hundred bucks. She's like, hold on. She's like, how many fucking people are working? I, go, I don't know. She's like, you just give it to the wait staff. I go, no, I'll give it to cooks. I want everyone to get hundred bucks. She was like, honey, you're just talking about giving five thousand dollars away. And I was like, no, I'm not. She was like, yeah find out how many people work there and i was like how many people work here and they're like 45 i was like fuck and i was like yeah that is a lot right she's like yeah that's a fucking shitload of money that you're just gonna hand out and i was like but i gotta give them something she goes no just tip your waiter and i was like and i just and i don't know so i tipped everyone 50 bucks yeah and so but there is a part of me that as i as you get to like 45 people you're like that's a lot of yeah, fucking yeah. money For, yeah and so i was saying to i was saying i was saying casually i was like if i got a job at starbucks for like a month, I bet I'd really quickly connect with how valuable no, the dollar is. No, you wouldn't, because you because you can quit your job at Starbucks. What are you talking I'm quick, about? Pretty quick. It's like the movie with C. Thomas Howell. Man, that's what the was, lesson that he learned. Soul Man. Yeah, Soul Man. Remember when he was in front of uh, James Earl Jones and he was like, uh, he's like, you learned what it's like to be black, and he was like. No, I didn't. He's like, why not? And he goes, because I can go back to being white when I want to be white. Man. I thought that was to didn't kill you a even mockingbird. learn anything from Soul Man? It's a, <laughs> it was one of the most important movies. Have uh, you seen <laughs> C. Thomas Howe lately? No, he turned into fucking David Allen Coe. Look, pull up C. Thomas Howe. He turned into an old fucking country western singer. Really? He lives in Texas now. <laughs> He's like one of the coolest. Okay, so this is C. Thomas Howe, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Look yeah, at him he was now. Soul man, he was in that. Yeah, I like it. Man. Yeah, he's like fucking. I think he sings the blues. Go to his. I think he's like a, a country western singer. The Outsiders. What was uh, the everything, dude? That volleyball he, movie with the guy from Thirty Something. I think. Uh, yeah, I can't remember that. He was. He was. He was fucking Pony Boy Curtis. Yeah, he was Pony Boy Curtis. He was Outsiders has the greatest cast. Look at him. He's he's like in Texas. 
Yeah, he looks good. He's he looks a real like, cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and it does sounds like this. Really? And, and he does Thomas sing? Al. Oh, yeah. I think he's, I'm, I may have looked at him and figured he was a singer, but he looks like a singer. Um, So the, uh, but yeah, but I, I was, I, part of me was like, part of me was like, I bet, I bet it's valuable. Like if, if. Uh, like I'm trying to think of the richest people in the world. What's the guy who runs Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Like I figure, like if he worked in his distribution plant for a day, he may get some perspective. I would quit Starbucks pretty quickly. Yeah, you would. I would quit after my first coffee. I just want to call. I did something really horrible right there that I think I remember doing in school, what? where they said Bezos, and then I said it after I heard them saying it. Like I knew what I would like. Bezos. Bezos. Like they had already said it. <laughs> Like, Greg, we know you didn't know it until they said it. Bezos. Yeah, Bezos? Yeah. I remember doing that. Like, I still, I, I can think Kaki Kelly one time was, and she's like, China. I'm like, China. China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I did that. That was really bad. No. I don't I, think, I don't think you're going to, I don't know. I, you might, I, I'm just, I would not mind maybe working at Starbucks. I would um, love to do a comic Starbucks if we could all work. I wouldn't, I'll tell you what I, I, I would like to do. And I mean this, I'm looking at it this way, right? So with working out, so so often you just get in this place where you're like, just get me on the treadmill for 30 minutes, right? Yeah. And that clearly isn't working out. You're doing something, but you're not like yeah. pushing it. And then you go to like get a trainer and you're doing stuff that's really pushing your limits. And then you think, I, I often think I would love to do one day, just 24 hours as a Navy SEAL, just the training to see I would love to put perspective. It, you know what it is? I grabbed Eddie Bravo one time. I went up behind Who's him. Uh, uh, Jiu Jitsu. He's like the okay. only American to ever tap out of Gracie or, or beat a Gracie or whatever. Yeah. So I went up behind him and I went to grab him. And very quickly I realized he go, that he would murder me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'll give you another example. Uh, me and Shane Gillis got into a, a pool wrestling match with Taylor Lewan and um, Will Compton, two pro professional football players. Yeah. And then Michael Chandler jumped in to defend us. I know Mike, man. He yeah. went to Missouri. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I know. I knew him when he was Michael Chandler, dude. He's his, he's, his brother's an actor, man. Um, he's a buddy of mine. Yeah. Really? Eric, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Michael's, I knew Mike when he, Mike was a walk on at Missouri. Really? He was a walk, he was unrecruited, or maybe recruited, but like they didn't give him any money to start. And then he became an, all-American wrestler, and now look at him. He's I mean, amazing. Yeah. But his, the physicality he had, the, the the lack of fear he has of getting bumped in the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. was, it was perspective for me. And so I thought to myself, I would love to do, I would love to find, I would love, I, I mean, initially I was like, I want to do a show where I find the boundaries of all these, these, like, uh, have you ever gone, have you ever gone, uh, hiking or, or tried to do a, a summit and and experience real weather where you go no where all of a sudden you get to the cusp of like oh fuck this is as bad as it gets so like navy seal no, i'm saying that starbucks isn't like the lowest rung you can have but like working a minimum wage job yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. finding these thresholds in life where you say this will give me perspective and how nice my life is does that make sense? It, it does. Yeah, I do. It, I think the great show would be like all those thresholds, but you're two minutes in and you quit. 
I, like, I would quit so quickly. <laughs> I would quit so quickly. Like the second I have tactile issue problems, the second they made us uh, get in sand and shoes with shoes and sand and wet shoes, I would be like, I'm out. It's in between my toes and it's yeah, making yeah, me yeah. fucking crazy. Like I can't do this. Yeah. No, I I, I like that. I, I kind of I kind of like that show for you because I could see. But wasn't Tiger Woods doing Navy Seal stuff? Tiger, and at, then he hurt himself. Oh, did he? I saw he hurt himself. That's really? when he got his first back yeah. injury, I think, because his dad. I think his dad was like a fucking special forces guy. Really? But I would love to do. I would only love to do, just find the thresholds because I, you know, I've done some crazy stuff like that. You know, one of the things they do, in the Air Force is they it's 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 called a hurt cage or whatever or something. Where they put you in a five-point harness, they roll you into the water, you go to the bottom of the pool, and you got to get out of the harness and swim to the top. And so I've done that. Really? I've done that. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. It's that's not, I, I, and I mean this respectfully, if you can keep calm, if you know you can hold your breath that long, which you can, yeah. you definitely can. Did you do training like uh, like to, to do the breath stuff? No. But I can hold my breath for like two minutes, usually. A Just minute. from do, being able to do it? Just, just. You uh, never did the Wim Hof thing. No, no, just from cardio. I can hold my breath. Um, Well, you know what it is from. This is gonna sound so stupid. From asthma inhalers. When I was a kid, I'd hit the Advair. Younger, not a kid, but younger. I'd hit an Advair, and I don't just see how long I had to hold my breath for, and I could always hold it for a minute thirty, often two minutes. And so, you prescribe these asthma inhalers, or were you just doing Advair? Yeah, Advair two fifty over fifty for a long time, (laughs) and then I stopped because I was like, I don't fucking need it. I haven't had asthma attack since. Knock really? on fucking wood. But I said, I remember thinking, I remember watching the one dude do it, and he got up out of the water in like 45 seconds, yeah, of, maybe even less. And I went, uh, I know I can hold my breath that long. And then I was like, and I, and there's people that'll get you out. Like if you have a problem, they'll just get you out. We had, there were people that couldn't get out, right. and they didn't drown. So I was like, okay, so you're safe. Like no one's going to, you're not going to die. And I was like, all you got to do is follow the instructions. I'm really good at following instructions. I'm okay. Like I said, I'm very coachable. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Very, yeah, very, yeah. very coachable. And the and the instructions were absolutely simple. Hold on, wait till you rest. Track your arm around the thing, open the door. Track your arm back down, undo the thing. Track your arm back out, hold on, and pull yourself out. It was like very simple. But in accomplishing it, you went, oh, wow, that's crazy. I just, like, so I would love to just find out where I tap out at Navy SEALs. Yeah. Like, I, I bet mean, they could give me an over-under and be like, you wouldn't last an hour. And I go, it's very possible. Just cardio, though, now. I can tap out so, I don't know, the guy, I, I've been I, I've been trying to get back in shape. and the, But my chiropractor guy was like, all right, man, just do this to start, he's like, Go 45 seconds on whatever you're doing as hard as you can go. Yeah. Then go like, I don't know, three or four minutes, five minutes of real easy. Then go 45 seconds as hard as hard as you can go. Yeah. I'm doing that like on the elliptical. Then another five, nothing, you know, just going easy. And then 45 seconds as hard as you can go. That third 45 seconds, I'm at I'm at max. I'm 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 at yeah. and it sounds like nothing, but I'm like, okay, man, I it's I'm gonna have a hard time walking out of here like that yeah that so it's i think that's a thing though it's like that threshold you can get to whatever threat like real quick that's the like you know how you're watching sports and like i could do that or those guys like go do that thing for 10 minutes and then come back and then talk about what you can and can't do i'd be shocked at what i can't do i think i would like to find out 
wh- what I can't do. You, you can you can do, but you ran a marathon. That I ran a marathon. That yeah. was like I I did a podcast with a uh, lady called Rachel Hollis, and she said one of the cool things she does is she challenges herself to something crazy because then in her book of her head, her book of her story of her life, she's like, I'm now the person that does that. Like, and I was like, oh yeah, with a marathon, I remember just going like, it's, I, I bet I could do it. I didn't train for it, but I was like, I bet I could do it. And so once you do that, you go, okay, so that's doable. Yeah. And I did a triathlon and I was like, which I was scared of open water swimming. I go, okay, that's doable. Yeah. And then you start going like, so where is, like, I honestly wonder, and I mean this sincerely, I wonder if I'd last, I'm not even joking, like 30 minutes into Navy SEAL training. Like, I wonder yeah. if I'd make it, I don't think, because you think about, like, probably one of the hardest workouts I've ever done is an hour. Yeah. And you know that that's their whole fucking day. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. Like, I wish You're just saying way, because of the cardio. I, oh, I'm just, um, the uncomfort level, the fear. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's the, a lot of fear in that goes of, into yeah, it. Like, I mean, the, the waterboarding probably isn't, the, that's going to freak me out. Uh, uh, oh, the, when they drop you off a half mile in the ocean they yeah, swim yeah. in that would freak me out i w- i just remember the guys because i was you know at west point i remember the guys talking more about ranger school and that, that and they were like which is the you know i don't know it's their version of series yeah what's 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 what goes on a ranger it's like, there's 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 three phases a jungle mountain phase jungle phase a mountain phase i can't remember desert phase maybe yeah. but the one of them is like, Sounds they like just, jumanji they just throw you <laughs> they just throw you in the middle of the woods in colorado and see like, that's like a, that's a and perfect then, and you have to kill a rabbit and eat it and like all this stuff yeah i would i would i don't know if i could survive in my backyard for 24 hours yeah i don't no i know i'm talking about just my backyard yeah i don't i don't want like if because there'll be a bad mosquito i'm at my buddy mark's house this week up in valencia and he's he's a showrunner man he's but he grew up uh, i know mark i know gross you know mark gross he's he's like my best friend and he's a, a hilarious guy but he keeps it at seventy eight, man. He keeps he keeps it at seventy eight, and I and I'm about to break, man. I'm and he and keeps he, it at seventy eight. It's seventy eight, man. What's wrong with him? I don't know because he, he grew up that way. He grew gross. Grew up uh, like frugal, you know, like yeah, For real, yeah. And he's he's a showrunner. He was on a deal with he CBS created, for ten. He created Gary Unmarried. He didn't create it, but he he wrote, he wrote on it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. Created, he's a, he's a brilliant writer. He's one of the funniest guys I know. And he's my best friend, but it's at 78, man. And I'm on, and I, this is, I'm leaving tomorrow. This is day three at 78. Where do you go tomorrow? I'm, str- I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> it's, I'm struggling at 78, Bert. Like, I, like, and I've been calling guys. I've, I've been telling, I called John again. I'm like, no, he, dude, it's 78. He's like, no way, man. John again said, he said his AC was something broke in his house. Like the downstairs broke and the upstairs, he goes, we were at 77 and I, I started to call hotels <laughs> like, like gross is it? He's at, he's at 70. I tell people and they don't believe me. I'm like, no man, gross is a rule. He's at 78, man. We, I keep my bedroom at 68, 66 at night for me. Dr. Olivia told me at night, Dr. Olivia said you should be at 66 at night, man. Dude, I keep it at 68. Yeah. And, and, and my wife will turn it down. She's a redneck. And so she likes, she's, I don't know. She I like just, that bit about in the special about your wife being a redneck. Man. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I was high last night on stage mm-hmm. and I could not, and my, I'm really bad with accents. And it was, my mm-hmm. redneck accent was going from 
uh, Atticus Finch to Forrest Gump. And I it was just fucking swinging. And I was like, at one point, uh, what the fuck did yeah, I Atticus, have to say? Atticus Finch is, is, is not even, he's just Southern. Yeah. He's just Southern. I, yeah. Well, and I, I would, and then I get into the character. I don't know how, I don't know. My point about material is, yes, I have an hour, but it's all over the fucking map. That's all right, though, man. You know what I liked about your special? And it's, it is a rule break that I fucking, I am like hardcore adamant about with myself, but I loved the way you did it. I loved the way you did it. And I was like, God damn it. There's no fucking rules. There's no fucking rules. Is you talked very heavily about uh, GIF and what was the name of the company? No, not Procter Gamble, but uh, yes, Procter and Gamble. It is Procter Gamble. Yeah. It is right. Yeah, yeah. And then you came back to it at the end. Yeah. I've watched people do it, and look, sometimes it looked unpolished, like they didn't know what they're doing. But the way you did it, it was so polished that it was a perfect callback to finish out on. Yeah, it really I, was fucking great. Yeah, you know, it's, it, I can't remember the reason. I, I think I just was like, you. It was. It was your dad. I went. I went back and listened to it. It was. It you had. You have this bit about working there and about, and you break it down about all of it yeah. and your involvement in the company the sales the proudship and then and then once you introduce your dad's character your dad references you working there yeah, so yeah, what yeah. it is is it's That's really it's really it. a callback yeah. to the fact that you're a stock boy and yeah. and then and then you close out on it and it was it was done and like I'm a real stickler for like rules yeah. I loved I loved I broke another rule in that special that I never break What is it talk about stand up comedy Oh, I didn't even wait. What was it? I just talked about. Uh, you talked about the the, the guy Freddie DeBrock. Yeah, Marco. it was great. Yeah, it was yeah great. but I, yeah, because I, because but I, I, my rule used to be don't ever mention that oh, you're a comedian. No. I you know, loved like, it. Yeah, and I, I and, loved I, and it. I was like, you know what? Because I'm OCD, and I'm like, just break the stupid rule. It's this. Yeah, that's well, how you're going to talk about my Freddie. Favorite rule. The fa my favorite thing that you did is you just started special. No, ladies and gentlemen, just it just that was starts. Nate. I loved it. That I was, loved it. That was Bargazzi. Yeah, because we, we had me walking up. And man, I'm not gonna. I'm the worst stage walker upper in the business. Like I, I walk up there, and there's an awkwardness and a stiffness, and it's like I don't want to watch this guy do stand up. I don't want to watch him do anything. Oh, it was like, great. It just so started. so Nate and and we had it, and we had it where it was cut where I didn't look as awkward as normal, and we had cool music and all of it, and you know Bargazzi produced a special, and yeah. they. And but who? What, how was eight hundred pounds gorilla? They were partners. Okay, they, they were produced, and they kind of. They paired me up with Nate and uh, Nate, you know, Nate's so busy, but he was there and he directed and he was so cool. And he had like two notes on the whole thing. He's like, yeah. And it was that, that note was with like the edits already. He's like, you know what? I like the first joke. Let's just cut to the first it's joke. It's so great. And I was like, and I, I argued and then I was for a second inside my head. And then I was like, it's Nate's money. What are you doing? It was the perfect thing to do. It's so great. It and starts. And I, I was nervous that you were going to come in with an intro after it. Because I've seen guys do oh, that. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah, still yeah. works. Yeah. But once I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it started and you just went right out the gates. And I was like, nice, nice. Uh, I loved, I really loved it. I, and I loved it for so many reasons. I, you know, I love when you get into a special and you can't stop smiling. Oh, thanks. And man. you just, and my favorite thing is just turn it on my phone, put it in my pocket. And t today... I was like, I went, I, I, I got, I, I was, I'm listening to this, these podcasts and I was like, I forget what I was doing, but I was like, I got to pack up the house. Oh, I was looking at my watch. 
I was like, okay, it's eight thirty. I gotta get in the car by nine. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pack up the house. I'm gonna listen to special. I'm gonna yeah. pack up the house. And as I'm packing up the house, I'm just smiling. And I'm next thing you know, I'm sitting in the kitchen having a cup of coffee. And I look at my watch. I'm like, oh fuck, it's nine o'clock. Oh, like cool. I haven't done anything. And then and 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 it's it's fun, especially as a comic, to watch yourself go. Oh, that's I had not thought about that. Like a uh, like a great line. Like uh. A great word was salamander like i just oh. i hadn't heard that word in forever <laughs> and and the math like the math about your dad's fingers i kind of went oh yeah okay that tracks <laughs> like it was just it's so he's it's he such a great it, special yeah. this sounds really silly but like i can listen to this with a lot of people yeah that's what that's what nate's whole thing is and it's my it was my whole thing a while i ago. don't i don't have that comedy i don't know if i do that comedy properly i know i know that i, I, I i'm still tethered a little bit to like uh, there's a little part of me that's uh that has a, a an uncomfort with comfort so yeah, i still yeah. i still go for things that sometimes yeah. i don't know if it's worth it i don't know if it like you know but and it's and it's by the way i love that comedy i love all of it like me too i love all of it yeah but i also love what you do and oh, i'm like thanks. and i'm sitting there going like this is so great like and it's fun I'm, i'll say i'll very say very candidly like tommy's last special i loved it i thought it was fucking phenomenal but i'm not sending it to my dad like i'm not gonna send it to my dad like i'm not gonna be like dad you should check out tom's special you're special i go i'm sending it to my dad i'm sending it to my sisters I'm oh, sending it to, i can send it to everyone and i and i, I mean that like no i know it's a, I, different, I hope it's it's not a, a slight to tom because no man because i i protect because those guys people come up i i just, i went clean i was never dirty but i was yeah. probably a little more profane and about 10 years ago i had some advice like hey dummy you're too clean to just not be all the way clean so i did it and yeah. then nate wants to make stuff for families but i'll get people to come after the show and they'll be like you know clean comedy it's the hardest form to do the other stuff is easy i'm like oh yeah well you write jokes like david tell does and tell yeah. me how hard it is yeah <laughs> like, yeah the guy's a freaking genius he's like, a you, genius you, you you think you can do it like it, it no the, it's I mean, not easier it's not it's just it's different not, it's, it's just, just different, different. <laughs> like nate's comedy i can share with absolutely everyone oh, nate's nate's brilliant and by the way nate's as here's the other thing that i hope i'm eloquently saying nate is as brilliant as segura there's no difference it's just sometimes the words tom uses are not the words nate would use yeah brian regan is fucking <laughs> more brilliant than tom i would argue and as brilliant as a tell like yeah, they're yeah, on the same yeah, fucking yeah, they, level. Yeah, they are. They yeah. just have different. And it was, in my opinion, it was just refreshing to to watch your special and not see. First of all, the young someone really young. I think they're just they're just grabbing at whatever's popular. It's nice to see a dude my age doing his thing his way and really know his voice. That's what I should have said. Oh, thanks. You really man. just know your voice. Yeah. And it's so. I mean. I, there's I, there's so much to your special that I just I just hope everyone goes and sees it. Oh, thanks. Because I fucking loved it, and I <laughs> and I everything you do I love, and I, I've brought you up. I've brought you up a number of times. No, I know you do, man. Because let me like, so, all right, I'm the old guy in St. Louis. I go to the open mic, and I love these young guys. And yeah. They, like whatever I did, you know, whatever dumb Comedy Central special I had 80 years ago, or uh, whatever late night set that I did that now makes me you know cringe. You know the whatever credits that I thought were cool back then. These these kids could care less about. Oh, they yeah. think, but dude, let Bert or Tom mention me once on their on their uh, podcast, and I am the hero at oh. the. These guys, I know whenever you say anything because all these 
all these open micers <laughs> in San Jose, dude, dude, Bert, Bert said something on. Dude, I'm like, dude, we love. I mean, I, I, look, the real I, comics. I, I, I thank you, by the way. Real I have comics. legitimacy in my hometown, uh, not because I, I mean. I hear it. Hey, dude, Bert, Bert said, Bert said, uh, yeah, Salmon Marks. I'm like, yeah, okay, man. I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Dude, the, re <laughs> uh, the best comics in the business are your biggest fans, uh, that's in awesome. my opinion. That's awesome. And when your name comes up, the best comics in the business are your biggest fans. That's a huge, I wish, I wish, I like, I, I hope one day to be at a place where we're like, that like, because I, I think I, I think I do well. I think I know I have a lot of friends. I don't like, but you, I, I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. You're just fucking next level. Ah, oh, dude. Thanks, man. You Never really know. are. Awesome, yeah. man. So when do you, you fly home tomorrow? Yeah, man. If I can stay in 78, I mean, like, 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 uh, like uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, right now it's tomorrow. Okay. But you live in 78. That should be your first episode of your thing, man. Just go to Gross's house <laughs> and stay in 78. Uh, I take pictures of the thermostat and send it to everybody now. Put me on that. They don't believe thread. me, man. They don't. They don't believe it's seventy-eight, man. And he's here's the thing about gross because he's he's such, he, he's he he just is frugal and he grew up that way and yeah. he's not going to change. But he'll tell you it's like no seventy-eight. That's and I'm like, so I guess you keep it at seventy-eight in the winter because that's what temperature well, you like. That would at. make sense. Then. No, no, sixty, sixty-seven. You know, like, <laughs> Hey, congrats on the special. Dude, thanks a million. C congrats on everything. I'm proud of you, man. It's oh. a, it, the movie, the tour. Oh, thank the, you. The, the, all of it. It's so, it's, it's really cool, man. I, I got to tell you, man, I, 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 I took an Uber and I sat in that theater by myself and there's these young kids around me and uh, I called my brother on the way we walked home. And I just, I was like, this, that was really cool, man. Like, thank this you. Is, this is the big screen, man. This is have, one man. of our guys on the big screen. <laughs> the last time I did it was... We all went and saw Pootie Tang, I think. Like Pootie Tang. We went and saw Pootie Tang when I was like an open micer. I'm a or great just, company. Or, 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 yeah, like like a you know a young comic. We went and saw Pootie Tang because yeah. you know we knew we I had worked with Wanda, and we, oh, yeah. we, we, we were like this. We're going to we all the Houston comics went and saw Pootie Tang. Man. Fuck yeah, fuck well yeah. That's a great way, Pootie Tang. Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs>